you are now rocking to DWL, Dream Without Limits Radio. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dream Without Limits Radio. I am here with an amazing young lady and she has a very captivating story that she wants to share and just to kind of empower our audience because you know this is Dream Without Limits Radio. My name is Alexander and I'm always about trying to get out people to, to motivate them and, and push them in towards moving forward. Stop dreaming and start doing. And we have an amazing young lady here, like I said, who is going to tell us about how she stopped dreaming and started doing and bringing her business to life. So if you want to take the floor, go ahead. Oh, all right, you give me the mic, I will certainly take it. <laughs> uh, hello, all of you. My name is Gannette Gittins-Roberts, and I am the publisher of Caribbean American Passport News Magazine. I am also the owner of uh, GGR Marketing and Public Relations, and I'm very happy to be here today. Okay. Now, kind of let the audience know a little bit about who you are as a person, and what kind of led you to this point where you are as we speak? Well, first and foremost, I am a mom. Mm-hmm. I have two beautiful children, 16 and 17, going on 18 actually okay. this year. <laughs> and um, I'm a wife, and I'm also a business owner. Mm. So, of course, you know, that that is a juggling act by itself. Right. Uh, but, of course, it all makes me who I am. And um, I'm from Guyana in South America, part of the Caribbean as well. And, you know, that, I would say, most of all defines who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Caribbean American Passport newspaper three years ago. Uh, and that's become really my joy, my passion, my uh, focus, because... Um, I just love to show people the energy, the diversity, and um, of the Caribbean people. Right, right. And that just gives me that platform. So uh, if if I had to capture one thing, I guess I'm a Caribbean American living here <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> now, you started this Caribbean passport, you know, three years ago. What was it like three years ago? Because you know you're doing well now, mm-hmm. but. Three years ago, you know, it was probably hard to get people to, you know, interview them and Mm -hmm. then to to knocking on doors and really trying to get yourself out there, especially as a, not just a Caribbean woman, you know, to them, you're just an African-American woman on top of that. Mm -hmm. So what was that like saying, hey, I want you on this or this is my project. Would you, you know, like to be a part of this? Well, to give you some background, um, I was in real estate, and if anybody is familiar with real estate, three years ago the the economy was, you know, in 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 the the pits, mm-hmm. and so trying to do real estate at that time, you know, we were making no money. Mm. So uh, the economy was bad. There were no jobs around. And I started thinking, well, you know, what do I love doing? If I'm not going to make any money at something, mm-hmm. what do I want to do? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not going to be out there not making money and, and still not be doing something I'm passionate about. Mm. 
And so I tell everybody that um, the newspaper really started at a time when I was forced to just dig deep and figure out what, where I derived joy from, mm. where my passion came mm. from. Uh, and it was a good thing because in the end, I ended up making a career out of something that I love. Wow. So three years ago, it was literally, you know, there was nothing happening here. And I thought, well, I want to just, there's no newspaper. There's no Caribbean American newspaper. Mm. And I wanted to just connect the community in a better way than mm-hmm. I saw it being connected before to showcase us um, and and to just celebrate who we were as a people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before that, I, I would say I'd always been into marketing. Marketing is my background. Mm-hmm. And so I always had clients that I moved from one career to another. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an important lesson for anyone who's listening today. It really doesn't matter what you're doing. Move move the people who are your cheerleaders along with you. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit easy for me to transition people from, oh, you know, I've sold you houses. I've sold you this in the past. <laughs> right, and right. this is what I'm doing now. Right. And um, it was slow to start, of course. But we started with, you know, what, kind of, what advertising we had. Mm-hmm. And built up the newspaper from very small to, you know, much larger publication. But we started just with the business that we had. And, of course, it was hard. Right. I'm not going right. to say it wasn't right. hard. How many hours are we talking about hard? Because, you know, a lot oh, of people Oh, Lordy. Think- it, it's, it's, it's not counting the hours hard. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Because it is, you know, if you've got money to, to, to go out and start a business, mm-hmm. then you're starting in a different way. But when you're starting a business just out of, all right, I've got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just build something from the ground up. Right. Then you can't you can't be counting hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, so I counted hours. I mean, it was nonstop. It was every event that I could go to, everything that I could do that would further the business. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I would still put in the hard work. Right. So it was it was a lot of hours. Now, who did you lose in this process? Because I know I always hear about some people have of to go. Of course, of course. Um, I will tell you, I had to ask my friends after a while, my really mm. good friends, to bear with me because my focus really had to be on, uh, you know, growing the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, being a mother as well as a wife, right. anytime I had extra time, it was for my family. And so I really had to be very clear about mm. what my priorities were mm. because, you know, when you've just got maybe eight extra hours in the day, mm. then it's just family and sleep <laughs> right, right. that's it so uh did i lose friends yes i did but the ones who really mattered are still here right. they understood that it was uh something that i was passionate about and i was growing mm-hmm. and they just they got it and you know if somebody didn't get it then that was fine with me so right. i did lose i did lose a lot of friends <laughs> um now you're a mother you're running a business you're, you have children. How how does the family take this? You know, because I'm sure there's so many that's like, I can't do this. You know, I have kids. I have a husband. My dreams, I, I kind of have to, to hold out on them a little bit. You know, I can't really push this. So, you know, what are those things that you had to do to kind of, you know, be a mother and, and be a, a wife at all at the same time and it not impact you? Um, of course it did, but you've got to learn how to juggle and you've got to explain to your family and let your family know that this is something that they're all in. So my mm. family understands that this is something for them for the long term mm. and they're a part of it. And, mm. you know, while sometimes the kids argue, what I find is that if you take them along on the process with you, 
they might argue going in, but then you'll find you could create family moments. I believe you could create family moments out of any moment. Right. And it's about spending quality time with them. And if it's quality time at an event, then it's quality time at an event. Right, right. That's furthering the growth of the paper. So that's something that we've done. Um, you know, moments aren't found just when you spend a lot of money. Moments are actually found when you, you spend time right. enjoying right, each other's right, company. Right. And so it's, it's about finding those moments when, you know... Right, when, when you're working right mm-hmm. <laughs> so to anybody else that's listening you know they're probably looking at it like well you know you must have had everything together granted you said you know you did start off with nothing but how much of a mess i guess were you in you know three years ago mm-hmm. as a you know whether it's with self or whatnot because i'm sure you transformed as a person mm-hmm. you know pushing this journey so were you necessarily ready three years ago to start this business? Um, if you wait until you're ever ready, a lot of people will not just, mm. they won't They won't take that leap. So, mm. you know, you plan as much as possible. You know, I did my homework. I, you know, I, I did my planning. Mm. And, and then you just have to leap on faith and, right. and know that the market that you're in, it's actually going to be a good market for you if you put in the work. Right. So mine, it was a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. And, you know, what state was I in at the time? I was almost comatose because, you know, our, we had several investment properties. Mm-hmm. They were being foreclosed. It was that time in the right. market where you had to decide, are you going to let go of these houses? Are you going to be sucked down? Are you going right. to try to save your credit? Right. Or are you going to try to hold on to money? Mm-hmm. It was, for, for people who were in that stage of their lives Mm -hmm. it was a chaotic time right right (laughs) so um i had to deliberately just decide to get out of bed and face every day because i i'd seen everything we'd worked for over the years we had probably about five investment properties Mm -hmm. four of which were underwater Mm -hmm. so it was it was a very tough time now um education wise where did you go or how did you kind of get the skill to do what you're doing Or, you know, was there was there anything in place that, you know, kind of taught you beyond the books as well? Yes. I actually grew up in my parents' business mm-hmm. as well. And okay. they had a marketing company. And I will say more than more than college or anything else, mm-hmm. that's what I was able to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I make sure that I bring my kids into um, my business. Right. Because it just becomes part of your Michael, DNA. Michael. It just becomes part of your DNA. And and people don't realize that when you actually bring your kids into what you're doing, Mm -hmm. they learn just by just by being a part of it and so again i literally had marketing in my background i grew up in an ad agency in Mm. in guyana oh wow yeah so (laughs) you know when i was thinking well what do i do what do i do i fell back on what i knew Mm -hmm. now would you say that that caribbean experience has helped you to be i don't want to say a better american but has helped you to combat maybe the things that many americans or people in general may Mm -hmm. complain about growing up in you know Guyana first I think so just because you know we we actually go out to some of the colleges and talk to some of the kids Mm -hmm. and um what you have to remember is when you're in the Caribbean as an African-American you're not a minority Mm. right you're a majority in most cases or there there are lots of other brown people just like you Mm -hmm. and so you're seeing um business leaders who look just like you um the president of the company of of the country looks Mm -hmm. just like you Mm -hmm. so i think that it has an underlying impact that 
I never realized mm-hmm. because I took it for granted. Right. Um, it, and so coming up here, I just had that unshakable belief in myself. Right. It never occurred to me that color could be something that would stop me. Right. And so if I came across racism, it was just, well, it's that person's loss, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's a small-minded person. That's how I looked at it. Right. It didn't make me feel inferior. So I don't know... I, I, I didn't have the same experience as somebody growing up here mm-hmm. who is a minority, mm-hmm. you know, and who is not seeing people in positions of power looking just like them and right. being just like them. And so I think it does have an impact. Right. And that's why we've got to change that. And I mean, with our president now, I think, you know, young kids right. see that they could do anything. They could be anything. And mm-hmm. he comes from, uh, you know, a single mother home. So... Yeah, there are no excuses, right. you know. Now, how do you fight, you know, the monsters in your head that, you know, I'm sure even at this point, they're still like, oh, don't do that. You know, don't, don't step out. Yeah. Don't, don't interview that person. You know, even though you know in your heart, like, I know this is what I need to be doing mm-hmm. to go to the next level. Yes. I, I make sure that, um, you know, I'm aware that as I had a previous boss who said it, it's called drunk monkeys in your head, okay. right? Where, you know, you'll always have that chatter saying, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. You're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough to do that. It realizes drunk monkeys chattering in mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. And if you're working from a plan, mm-hmm. then it becomes part of just in the background, your subconscious. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So. I, I make sure that at the beginning of the year, I, I sit and I assess where, I'm, where I want to go for the year, where I plan to go. And then okay. in July, I take a month off hmm. and I reassess hmm. because if you don't have quiet time, you could really get caught up and not listen to yourself. Wow. So I always make sure that I have that time to listen to myself. So December for me, I take a month off. I don't take in any business. Mm. And July, because those are my two periods in the year to reflect. During the rest of the year, I'm really very busy. Mm -hmm. But if I'm working from a plan that's implanted into my subconscious, then it's easy for me to keep focus on what I need to do. Right. Now, what do you, you know, every time I talk to entrepreneurs or people who are, you know, high up in, in the rankings of the corporate world, you know, what do you do for fun? Because everyone's like, ah, am I just going to be working all the time? Do I have no leisure? Yeah. You know, what happens? Am I just a, a, a business person and I'm a mom and I'm a wife? Mm-hmm. Do I get any time for myself? To, besides the month that you, took, you take off, which is amazing to hear that you can do that. You know, what do you do outside of, you know, the workforce, if you will? Well, you know, before I really got into this in, in a very heavy way, I did a lot of reading. Okay. And one thing that I had to do is adjust reading books, actual books, to actually listening to audiobooks. Mm. So I carve out that time for my audiobooks because that is important to right, me. Right, right, right. But I definitely can't spend the time that I used to spend reading. I, that's something that had to go. Right, right. Um, so the audiobooks, I will make sure that I spend time, you know, while, while I'm driving to work right. or when I'm home relaxing or, or even cooking or cleaning, right. I'm listening to my audiobooks because right. that's what I love. Right. Uh, I love feeding my mind. So, you know, I have a mixture of, you know, books that, of course, are going to allow me to grow mm-hmm. and then just really fun stuff that so I want to So what's your really fun to. stuff? 
that you. All right, I'm not going into that on radio. Uh uh. Sorry. No. Okay. You guys That's might fine. see me differently. No, yeah. only kidding. No, I read a, a very very diverse array of stuff. Um, when I was younger, I read a lot of Robert Ludlum and all okay. of those uh, those people. Now I'll do more like Alex Alex Patterson, okay. but I'll James Patterson. Sorry. Um. But I'll do a mixture. I'll do historical romances. Mm. I'll do James Batters. And I'll do... I won't do serious... Like anything that will catch me in and just tie me up. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I can't... I'm, right, I'm right. all hooked. Mm-hmm. I won't do those books anymore. Okay. So okay. I keep it very light. Okay. But I mix it in... I mean, you, you look at my playlist. It's a mixture of everything. Okay. It really now, is. With with the, the newspaper, you know, how has this company begun to you know change the world or just change central florida how has it start to make its marker what has been the biggest breakthrough in these three years for you i'll say that um you know when when i started the newspapers because i wanted my children who were growing up here mm-hmm. to experience the caribbean as as i experienced mm-hmm. it um to experience being black as i experienced mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. i felt like that was missing here okay. um you know I didn't like the way uh, Caribbean American people were perceived. Mm. You know, it, it was that every time I saw a Caribbean American person, it was on the news. Maybe, mm. uh, you know, somebody robbed something. Right, it was right, always right. very negative. Right. Or I'd see, you know, the flyers for the parties and it would always be a girl in a very skimpy mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so, you know, I, I didn't feel like my kids were, were very proud to be from the Caribbean mm. and I wanted to change that. And um, if there's anything that I could see breakthrough-wise is that, you know, people are holding up their hands and coming up to me and saying, yeah, my parents are from the Caribbean. Does that mean that I am? Which means that they actually want to identify right, as. Right. Because, you know, I, I like to say we're very great in our diversity. You mm. know, we, we are, we're African-American. We're Indian-American. We're Asian. We're mm. Chinese, you know. Um, we've got a whole bunch of different religions. There's Muslim. Right. There's Hindu. There's right. Christianity. And so there's a lot of diversity in who we are. And so what happens here is some Caribbean people tend to hide within, Mm. okay, they might go, okay, I'm African-American or I'm Indian-American and that's it. But now a lot of people are coming forward is, yeah, this is me. And, you know, they're proud of that flavor that they add Mm. to the mix here. And that was what I wanted. Right. That pride. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Now... As 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 you go further, you know, what are you hoping to see next with all of this? You know, is there going to be a Caribbean American Passport TV? Like, what's really about to happen next? Definitely, we're we're moving towards a multimedia platform mm-hmm. for Caribbean American Passport. Um, we currently do the the newspaper. We've got um, a lot of events that we're a part of. Okay. And um, we have a huge email database. Mm. And as we're out at events, we always register people so that we right, add right. to that database. And we are going to be adding radio. You know, right now we, we, we put people onto the Caribbean platforms that okay. do have radio. But we are going to be adding radio and TV to okay. our website. That's we're, awesome. We're right now revamping the website so that it becomes really that portal that we share everything That's through. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now... What's next for you as a person? I mean, Caribbean passport is mm-hmm. you know, American passport is doing its thing, but what about yourself? I mean, you know, you have to grow, I imagine, along with your business. So yes. what's next for yourself? Well, you know, the the good part for me is that I, I try to everything that I am a part of, mm-hmm. I also make sure that it aligns with 
what I'm doing with Caribbean American Passport. Mm-hmm. So my marketing company um, is growing as well. We currently have the contract for Caribbean Airlines oh, awesome. um, into Central Florida. Awesome. And so we, we, we've, we've tried to streamline it where every client that we take on is actually looking to reach the Caribbean American community. Mm-hmm. So the growth for us, everything that I do, whether it's, you know, I'm a president of the Caribbean American Chamber of Commerce. Mm. Um, you know, once we've we've steadied that that growth in the chamber and all of that stuff to where we, we reach the Caribbean community in a good way, mm-hmm. now we're looking at infiltrating more of the American circles. Mm. So for me, everything that I do right. with the paper and, and my marketing company and the chamber, it's all growing at the same time and mm. at the same level. So our next next period of growth is to really hold um, hands with the other minority chambers mm. and really show our strength here in Central Florida in terms of diversity because that's really something that's important for Florida as a mm. whole is to really celebrate the diversity of the many people who are here. Right. Because just like you guys are seeing now a lot more Caribbean, there's a huge community of Indian um, Americans here, not mm. just from the Caribbean. Right. Um, we do a lot of stuff with them. So it's about growing all those different segments now. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, you know, as we, we were kind of getting to a closing point, but, you know, a phrase like Dream Without Limits, because obviously you're on Dream Without Limits Radio. You know, what has that phrase meant to you or how have you already applied that, you know, to where you are? Well, you know, I tell people the fact that we had such a horrible economy mm-hmm. that I couldn't figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. It just allowed me to dream mm-hmm. without limits because mm-hmm. it really became if I am not making money at anything, what do I love? Mm-hmm. And it, it went right back to, you know connecting the Caribbean community, which funnily enough is really what I love to do, not necessarily the newspaper, mm-hmm. because that connecting comes from being a part of the chamber. Mm-hmm. It comes from doing events, which mm-hmm. I love, mm-hmm. um, and it comes with the, the newspaper. It comes with being on the radio. It comes with mm-hmm. that part, really spreading the word about the Caribbean community. Awesome. Yeah, so now, I'm really living my dream right now. I will, I told you I had a last question. I'll switch it up a little bit, um, that last question for you. Now, if you had to say thank you mm-hmm. to anyone mm-hmm. who's really helped you and who's been really, you know, powerful for this, this place that you're in now, who would you, you know, like to say thank you to? I would say um, my husband, mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost. But I also have a really solid group of cheerleaders behind me. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's starting a new venture, you've got to identify the people in your circle, whether mm-hmm. they're friends, their coworkers, their your bosses, or whoever. Who are you, who are your cheerleaders to help champion that new project for you? Mm-hmm. Because when when I came up with the idea and I did my planning and everything, if I had not told a few people Mm -hmm. I might not have actually gone through with it but because they were there saying when is it coming Mm -hmm. when is it happening that spurred and pushed me on Mm -hmm. and so I do have a core group of people who know and understand exactly what I what I want to achieve Mm -hmm. and they're always there kind of bringing me back on path but um I'm a dreamer but my husband is a doer. Mm. So I would say if you don't have a person in your corner who's a doer, you could dream all you want. Right, it's not going <laughs> to happen. Not gonna happen. Right, yes. And so without him, there as really that support person and that implementer. Um, uh, he's an engineer too. So mm. you could tell. So he's he, thinking. Oh, he's yes. He's plotting and planning you. everything. 
um, I, I, I don't see that I could have actually done what I did. That's awesome. Now, you know, we, we want to give people some place where they can reach you, find you. Obviously, after hearing their words of wisdom, some Caribbean listener, because I'm Jamaican-American. So Lovely. I, so, some, somebody's listening that's, that wants to find out, how can I reach you? How can I talk to you? Where can they find you? Um, CaribbeanAmericanPassport.com. Mm-hmm. So you just go online, CaribbeanAmericanPassport.com. And if you just Google my name, because it's it's pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty distinctive name, G-U-E-N-E-T. So it's Gannett, Gannett Giddens Roberts. Um, you'll find you'll find me and you'll find me in something Guyanese, something Jamaican, something mm-hmm. Trinidadian, because we're a, I'm a part of all of that right. stuff. And, so. and I'll make sure I have all of that stuff that they mm-hmm. can find you. Now, any social media handles that they can follow? They could do Cap News Magazine. Okay. Cap News Magazine. We have a, a Twitter feed. I just got my Instagram set up. Up, so okay. I have to be on point <laughs> with that. Don't exactly know what that means as well, okay. but but yeah, you'll find us on Instagram, but definitely on Facebook as awesome. well. Cap News Magazine. Awesome, and I just want to thank you for giving me your time. For those who don't know, phones are ringing, her secretary is coming in, so she's been <laughs> looking around and having to really juggle this interview and her office setting right now because I'm in her space. So I definitely appreciate you guys. And the phones ringing, so. She's working. So right now, I'm taking up a little bit of her time, and I'm really thankful for you in this episode and which, what, what you'll be doing next. And hey, when you get on those next ventures, I hope to have you back to talk about what those next ventures will be, especially as the TV aspect come along. So Absolutely. And I am very proud as I look around because there's so many Caribbean-American people doing mm. really great stuff that we're just happy to be here to to spread the word. And so if, if it's one thing that I want to leave with you guys is that the newspaper is not mine. Mm-hmm. It is really an open portal for you all to share right. what's happening in the community. And so if you know of somebody who's doing something really special send it to us right awesome awesome and we want to thank everyone for tuning in listening into the radio show we are so happy so thankful to be getting out dreamers and believers and really get you guys from you know the do the dreaming part to the doing part because that's essential so thank you so much again and obviously you guys know where to reach me any questions or concerns please contact me i'd love to get you guys connected and just moving forward with your life and your dreams and remember our motto don't get left behind your dreams are very very important please remember that so thank you again thank you